Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Terry O'Sullivan, and I'm director of the Education Centre here in Tralee. You're all very welcome to our very first webinar on the Zoom conferencing application. The Education Centre Tralee is facilitating today's webinar in conjunction with IMS Limerick, who are partners for Zoom in Ireland. On our panel today, we have Leo Colgan, who is director of IMS, and Ava O'Dee, who is principal of Unvoskal in Limerick City, with over 700 students and 40 staff. I would like to begin today's webinar by acknowledging and appraising the massive efforts of all schools across the county and country in the last number of weeks. The resilience shown by the teaching community has been simply phenomenal. Schools have adapted and shown a massive degree of flexibility with little or no notice. Speaking to many principals and teachers over the last number of weeks, it's extremely heartening to see the way schools and teachers have really pulled together in a time of adversity and have responded to their own context in a very professional manner. If there is one thing I want you all to take from today's webinar, it is that context is of huge significance, something that was also reinforced by Michael McNamara, PDST team leader for the Digital Technologies team during the PDST and Teaching Council webinar yesterday. You, as a school leader, are best placed to decide what works for your teachers, staff, pupils, and parents. Speaking to principals across the county, there is understandably huge levels of anxiety across society due to this worldwide pandemic. We as school leaders must do our best to support each other and not add to this anxiety. As a nation, when the chips are down, we really rally around each other. This is what schools are doing presently, responding to their own individual contexts. Wherever your school is at with its digital journey, now is not the time to try to climb Mount Everest. Small steps that bring your staff, pupils, and parents along the pathway. During this challenging time, the health and well-being of you, your staff, your pupils, and their parents is of most importance. The sharing and collaboration of resources by schools has been unbelievable. However, this too comes with a degree of caution, as schools feel under pressure using additional resources. My advice is not to panic. Small achievable targets that suit the context of your school. As a school leader, you're steering your ship through these uncharted waters. Please don't stress on what's happening in the ship alongside you. The objective of today's webinar is to introduce participants to the basic functions of the Zoom conference application and how it could potentially could be used in a school setting. I am very conscious that we have participants from the different sectors represented today both primary and post-primary principal and post-holders, as well as third-level lecturers. The key point to note today is that this is not a sales pitch for Zoom. Instead, it is an opportunity for you as a school leader to decide if this application is something that could be of benefit to your school and your wider school community in these unprecedented and extremely challenging times. Our role as the Education Centre is to support schools and offer impartial advice on educational matters. It is not to recommend one product over the next. There are many other platforms, which I'm sure you're all fully aware, that offer similar type support to schools. We have chosen Zoom as a starting point, as many principals and teachers have begun to navigate this platform over the last number of weeks. I would now like to introduce to you Leo Colgan, Managing Director of IMS, who are partners with Zoom in Ireland. Leo will give you a broad overview from the very basics of setting up Zoom to its huge potential in a school setting. Avro D will then speak on his experience of using Zoom in his school over the last number of weeks. 
We will conclude today's webinar with a Q&A from participants. We'll do our very best to answer as many questions as possible. We'd also be very grateful for participants to share their experience of using Zoom if they have used it in the last number of weeks. I hope you all enjoy today's webinar. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Terry. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this webinar. By virtue of the fact that you're here means you're already all using Zoom, whether you, whether you realize it or not. So uh, well done for getting onto the webinar. So this is a Zoom webinar and just a little bit of housekeeping for you guys. Um, what will happen in, during the webinar, a couple of things will happen, like what you see at the moment. You can answer poll questions. We'll put up a number of polls throughout the course of the webinar and you can uh, put your answers in and it'll be great to get your feedback as we go along. The webinar for your information will also be recorded which means that we can send a link to the of the webinar recording to every participant in the webinar once it's complete. And at the bottom of your screen, if you move your mouse down over the bottom of your screen, you should see Q&A. And that's where you can click in and you can ask a question live. And we have, uh, me and my colleagues in the background will be answering those questions in the Q&A section. And also at the end of the webinar, we will, have a, we will have sufficient time to answer plenty of your questions as they come in. And I'm sure you will have questions. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you to Zoom in a little bit more detail. So, just, just before we get into the Zoom, I guess you're wondering who are IMS and why are we here? IMS are a company based in Limerick. We offer managed broadband and Wi-Fi solutions and IP phone and TV solutions and video conferencing. And in that element of video conferencing, we are a Zoom channel partner. And we adopted Zoom a number of years ago uh, because we adopted internally first to cut down on meetings. And we've introduced it to our clients right across the hospitality sector in hotels, meeting rooms, boardrooms, offices, and schools across the country. So um, we were, I guess, best placed when this crisis broke out um, we were wondering how we could help our clients because a lot of our clients are suffering badly. So one of the things that Zoom afforded us was the ability to give out and help enable free licensing to all our clients for a period of time. So what I'm here to do today is to demonstrate the potential of Zoom, to show you how to set up Zoom securely, best practice and security. There's been a couple of issues in the press lately, but if it's set up properly and we're, we, we are there to set it up for you, you won't have any issues around security. And also to help enable you guys to avail of the Zoom, the Zoom offer. So the Zoom offer, in essence, before, before we get into Zoom, you're all wondering how much is this going to cost us? What, is, what are the commercials? What are the financials? What's in it for us? To be honest, Zoom have really come to the table here and because we're a major partner in Ireland, they have given us really a free reign to get everyone out of the hole that we're in. And the, incredibly, I haven't seen this before, they've, they've offered free licenses for all that sign up with IMS for a period of six months. This really gives, affords us all time to get out of the crisis and get to the other side. So with that in mind, what we are 
offering to do is to set up every school with Zoom to enable the principals of the schools to give us a champion within each school and we will talk them through setting up all the teachers and students on Zoom. We'll show you and your staff how to record lessons and send to students through uh, various channels such as Aladdin seems to be a very popular one and we will show your teachers how to use Zoom uh, to teach live lessons if we get there. So what is Zoom? So I'm not going to go to, into too much detail, but I, I want to give uh, an overview really of why, why Zoom is, is the product of choice for us, certainly. So I'm going to look at some basic uses and features, how to sign up, uh, getting started, how to schedule a meeting, how to run a meeting, and how to share content. And that's, that's pretty much what we're going to cover today. So what is Zoom? Zoom is actually just a meeting tool. Now the meeting can be a one-to-one -one meeting, they can be staff meetings, from, from, from talking to guys in, in education, uh, particular uses can be for SEN meetings, board of management meetings, just meetings amongst other principals, committee meetings, parents association meetings. I'm on the parents council of uh, my child, my children's school in Limerick, a secondary school. And we got an email, there was a parents council meeting scheduled for yesterday and we got an email from the chairperson say, uh, obviously it's been cancelled and I got on to the chairperson and I said, guys, more than ever, we need to be meeting to discuss what's happening in the school because we have our kids at home and we see our kids struggling with some applications and coursework and stuff. So more than ever. So we had our first parents council meeting on Zoom last night, which was very successful. And, What's happening as a result of that is the Board of Management meeting for that particular school is happening on Zoom today. Uh, and one of the things on the agenda is implementing Zoom across the board. So Zoom really is a meetings tool that comes into its own when you want to meet with people, no matter how many others, online. So you can record meetings, you can set up pre-recorded meetings and send them on by links, and ultimately you can do live teaching over Zoom. That's Zoom meetings. Just to briefly touch on Zoom rooms, you'll see here, you can also have a meeting with people in a boardroom and that boardroom can be a Zoom room and you can invite others in. So particularly useful when there's absentees from board of management meetings and the like, you can send them links and they can all join in as well. And Zoom webinars is what we're all in at the moment. So uh, you're par partaking in a Zoom webinar, which means you can see the panelists and you can see the screen, uh, but you can't see each other. So you're in as attendees and you can ask questions to the Q&A, but um, you, we can't hear you and we can't see you. So that's a Zoom webinar, very much suited for the third level education space, where there could be a couple of thousand first years in a, in a university lecture and it's been delivered over a webinar. So that's what Zoom is. Um, so why use Zoom? So one of the, one of the aspects of Zoom uh, that's very interesting to, to us is how it integrates with other applications. And without going in, into any detail, we're not trying to replace whatever is working for you to some extent. What Zoom does is it complements. So for example, in the school where my kids are, they're using Teams, they're having difficulty with live audio and video over Teams, but they're not having difficulty with sharing documentation and sharing files and being in groups. So we integrate um, we integrate Zoom into Teams and it's fully integratable and we use Teams 
the Zoom function within Teams to have our audio and our video. It's, it's an industry leader for online teaching. The audio and video is what, it, what sets it apart from other applications. It's one click to join, as many of you saw probably today as you joined. It requires lower bandwidth, which is very important because other things like Skype and WebEx require a lot higher bandwidth to, to stream audio and video, and it's highly supported. Now, we in IMS will be able to support schools directly, but the educational resource and the resource on the website and tutorials and videos is exceptional. So Zoom is top of the charts. It's the number one app in the App Store and it's the number one app in the App Store for a reason. It's easy to use, easy to manage, it's easy to teach, to control, easy for teachers, and in some cases, sadly, easy for pupils because there's no getting away. You can see in the, uh, in the other charts, the other things that are there, Microsoft Teams is very close, Google Classroom, Skype, all these things are integratable with Zoom, and that's why Zoom is top of the charts. So getting started with Zoom is very easy. So if you want a Zoom account, you can download the Zoom client on the Zoom website. Now, for all of you guys in the audience, we will be doing this for you as we set up your schools. We will be emailing you um, after the webinar with instruction on how to set up each of your schools and to get cracking with this. But for the, for the moment, this is actually how you would download the client onto your desktop or your PC. You go to the Zoom website, you click download, and that's it. And this is how, this is what the Zoom client looks like on your PC when you open the Zoom application. It's very straightforward. It's new meeting, join a meeting. Every meeting has an ID. So you can see that the ID here, I had a meeting, uh, this was from actually last night, I had a meeting and there, there's the meeting ID. And you can actually, if you know the meeting ID, just click join a meet, an existing meeting. Or you can set your own new meeting straight away, or you can schedule, and scheduling is, is key, and sharing screen is key. These are, the, these are the key features. So getting started with your devices then, if it's an iPad or iPhone, Android, tablet, any portable device, you just go to the App Store, you search for Zoom, and then you click get, it, it comes up as open on mine because I already have it. So you click get, and this is what you see when you open up. So you can join a meeting directly without even having an account, or you can sign up for an account or sign in. And again, we'll be signing everyone up uh, in all the schools with their own accounts. So on your device, when you open it on your device, this is what it looks like. So you can see, again, the new meeting join schedule and share screen are very important. And I've, I've singled them out. I've just brought them across here just to show that how simple Zoom is to use. It knows its strengths, and this is, these are its strengths. To be able to instantly start a meeting or to schedule a meeting for many participants, to join an existing meeting, and to share your content. And that's the key. But this is, for those of you who are curious, this is what a Zoom app looks like when you open it on a device. So once you have it downloaded, whether it's on your desktop or your PC or laptop or any device, you're up and running. So get Zoom in. You can work anywhere with anyone on any device. You can start or join a video meeting on the go 
from any device anywhere in the world. And you can share your content from, you, from any of your devices to anyone else in the meeting. It's, it is really that simple. So let's look at just a, a few of the basic features uh, before I hand you over to Aver to, to hear what he's done with it in his school. Scheduling a meeting is very simple. You go into the schedule key or schedule function in your app and this window will come up. So you type in, for example, six class maths to happen on Thursday at 10 a.m. to last 45 minutes. The host video is, is by default on. So that will be the teacher's uh, uh, video will be on automatically. You can turn the participants off if you like. So if it's a primary school where you don't want the participants' videos on, you can just turn it off. It's very simple. But by default, it's on. So that's really a choice when you're scheduling your meeting. Um, always use telephone and computer audio just in case. Uh, that's the default. And then calendar by default is Outlook. So what, what this does is it integrates with whatever calendar you, uh, that you use for your diary. So when you click schedule, it will bring you into the, in my case, I'm with Outlook, so an Office 365. So it brings me into my usual meeting window in Outlook. It already has my six class mats up here. It has the time, um, and it has, I'm inviting you to a scheduled meeting. It automatically generates your meeting for you. And this is what the students will see. So when they, that will go in their calendars, when they accept the invite in their calendars, or it's put into their calendars, they will just click on the link and it will open up. So you put in your required participants. And again, what, whatever program you're using, whether you're using Aladdin or Flexibuzz or, or any of those apps or programs, this was fully integratable with that. So you can, you can schedule, do all your scheduling through whatever learning management system that you employ in your schools. So starting a meeting then. So I've put the meeting in and in my home screen, I just click on the meetings and it'll show me my, all my meetings here. So I, I have highlighted the sixth class meeting, the, the math meeting that's going to happen from 10 o'clock to 10.45. And at that given time, it's in my calendar. I can click in my calendar or else I can click in here and click start. It's that simple. So I'm on my own in my meeting. I'm waiting for my participants. But this is what happens when you click start. You come up on your video because your video is turned on and you're all on your own and you're waiting for your participants. So you should have your participants join. They'll come in uh, one by one. Uh, and this is what you'll see. So this is just a, a typical meeting, four people in the meeting. I can see their names. Uh, I can see their videos. And at the moment, I can hear, hear them all. The only person I can't see is Shane Dinage in this example. So when you're in the meeting, the very basic features, and these are this is what every teacher has asked me, can I mute the students? Yes, you can. You can also mute yourself. So you can mute and you can, you can mute the audio and unmute the audio of all your participants. And after Ava's spoken, I'll go into a little bit more detail on that, but not much, too much today, but just to show you how you can control a classroom. You can stop or start your video here as well. So they're the first two features in a basic meeting. And the other ones I've highlighted just for the moment are share screen, 
which I think is probably the most important thing when it comes to, to teaching. And then the record the meeting, that you can actually record your meeting and then send it out. So the parents council meeting last night, for example, we recorded the meeting with everyone's permission. And then those people who couldn't make it for whatever reason, we sent it out as a link so that nobody has missed out on the meeting. It's, it's, a, it's a video uh, record of minutes rather than the traditional minutes. So at any time then, you can choose to end your meeting, of course. So screen sharing. So I guess this really is the, the, the thing that sets uh, uh, Zoom apart as well, because basically with screen sharing, you can share anything from your desktop or your laptop or your device. You can share anything from any device. So the most popular things would be PowerPoint presentations for teaching, YouTube clips, and this is important. Important. You can share the audio from the YouTube clip as well, so that you can you can share any video clip with audio um, for everyone to see. Uh, Word documents, obviously, and then here we have when you, this is what happened. What, what happens when you click share screen in the meeting? Up will come all the options from your device. So this is my desktop computer. I have two screens, so I can share screen one or screen two. I can share, I have, a, I have a browser, a Zoom browser open here. I have some folders. I have Microsoft Teams and I have my Zoom integrated with my Microsoft Teams. I have some other folders here, a PowerPoint presentation, Word document and a piece of art down here. And importantly, I can just go and directly share a whiteboard or some people are, aren't very comfortable uh, with writing on a mouse, with a mouse on a whiteboard. So you can share your iPad and use your iPad as the whiteboard and write with your stylus pen or, or your Apple pen or whatever you have. So we're going to get into the sharing controls a little bit uh, more detail, but not too much later on. Um, but for the moment, I'm just going to share a couple of things with you uh, to, to demonstrate. So I'm going to I'm going to actually stop this presentation, okay? And I'm going to share something else with you. So at the moment you should should just be able to see the panelists. So I'm going to demonstrate how I can share a different uh, PowerPoint presentation with you. One second. I'm going to share uh, a YouTube clip with you, uh, and I'm going to share a whiteboard with you. So just to give you an idea of what's coming up. So I'll run the presentation here and I'll share my screen. This, uh, this is a little bit of input from uh, uh, our primary schools. So this is the sort of presentation that you can run. You can have pictures on a presentation. You can you can do, uh, this is a PowerPoint presentation where the teacher would have pre-formulated uh, the, the lesson and done up these sort of uh, problems on screen that they can talk through, uh, long division obviously here in this case, and they can teach away uh, and be talking through. The, the, the kids will hear the audio as the teacher runs through the slides. And that's very important as you can, as demonstrated by you can hear me. Uh, as I run through this slide. So these are the sort of things you can do. Set up your class in a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, you can do, do things and you can have the kids working away on problems here. Noah saw 12 legs walk by into the ark. How many creatures could he have seen? 
etc., uh, etc. Et and the kids can also be entering their answers in a chat window as well. And I'll show you that later on. But these are these are the things that you can share. Um, you can share here, and there's a, a there's a wee audio file here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually share an audio piece. It's not too long, so if you bear with us. And it's actually off. Uh, it's a it's actually off a YouTube uh, screen that I have up. So one second, I bring it up for you. Bear with me one second. Okay, so everyone should see that see that now. And it, I've gone to YouTube, and I'm sure you're all from, familiar. Certainly, the primary principles amongst you are all familiar with Jolly Phonics. So one thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to make sure that you can hear my audio. So I'm going to make sure that the audio is turned on and I'm going to play this for you. You do that one. Go really Excellent. That one. For children to be able to read and write, they need to learn their letter sounds. This one. Sorry, Leo, you need to share there properly, please. Sorry, Shane. Just need to share that out properly. It wasn't sharing. Um, it was just sharing your desktop. So just share out oh, the uh, share out the video itself. Sorry, no Lord. problem. Thank you. For children to be able to read and write, they need to learn their letter sounds. This one. Vegetable Children are introduced to the 42 letter sounds in Jolly Phonics in a fun and engaging way, using stories and actions for each of the letter sounds. The letter sounds are introduced to children at a fast pace. These include the alphabet sounds, as well as diagraphs, where two letters represent one sound. Brilliant. So guys, you can, you can see from uh, that demonstration, you can share YouTube clips, you can share PowerPoint presentations, you can share whatever content you want. And if you want also, then you can share a whiteboard. So on a whiteboard, this gives you uh, basically any, anything you want to write. You can share here and you can drop text. This is a test. And you can insert anything on your whiteboard and treat it as a whiteboard. Um, and as I said earlier, you can share your iPad if you're uncomfortable working with the mouse. So guys, what I'm gonna do for the moment now, we're, we're gonna park it there for the moment. And I'm gonna hand you over to Aver. Aver is going to talk you through his experience as a primary school principal uh, with Zoom. Thank you. Okay, Gurma, good Leo. Dee Eva Augustasu, Gungawil Gakrod Gamalev, and Trinona Shaw. As the Leo and Terry have said, I'm principal of Unvoskal here in Limerick City. Uh, we have a staff of over 35 teachers, um, ranging in experience from two years teaching to almost 40. Uh, I'm in my second year as principal in the school. And like every other school in the country at the moment, we're struggling with lots of elements of distance learning. Distance learning. Um, I used Zoom for the first time three weeks ago. Um, I'm not an expert by, by any means on it, but I'm learning. Uh, we're a Google school, so we recently started integrating G Suite with Aladdin and Apple devices. 
in our school. Uh, so we're working off Google email, docs, calendar, slides, and we've just half started on Google Classroom. Uh, we're currently using Aladdin. That's our main platform uh, using the Aladdin app as well. Uh, we send work home each week on Aladdin and we have created class email addresses for pupils so they can submit their homework to a school uh, Obervalia email address and that's their way of getting feedback from teachers. Uh, it's difficult at the moment to find out how many pupils are engaging, but based on email replies and oral feedback, we're estimating maybe we have 40 to 60% engagement, but like I say, it's hard to gauge it, I suppose, um, at the moment. Uh, I'm very lucky that I have a large staff, I suppose, and we have a wide range of uh, abilities and interests on the staff. So I asked the STEM team to look at all the various platforms and software that's out there at the moment and to come back to me, I suppose, with a recommendation as to how we can best communicate with our staff, pupils and parents uh, if this does turn out to be a two or three month break from school. Um, so they looked at Aladdin, email, Google Classroom, Zoom, Dojo, Seesaw, Study Ladder, Padlet, Edmodo, Web, our school website, Facebook, we looked at all the various platforms, but we were looking for something that would complement what we're already doing uh, via Aladdin and G Suite, because that's our, that's our foundation, if you like. Aladdin is what gives us the consistency of delivery across the school, but we, we also wanted an add-on, something that we could complement what we're already doing, but something that would offer us something extra uh, to allow us to be able to collaborate as a staff, probably meet as a staff, and probably even teach uh, online going forward. Uh, we started out using Google Meet for staff meetings and then tried Zoom. And when we compared the two, we found Zoom just worked better uh, for some of our teachers living out the country like I do myself with poor enough Wi-Fi. Uh, Zoom just offered much more functionality and, and better features. Uh, we also felt, I suppose, that um, Zoom offered us the opportunity to collaborate more and, and to record audios and to record videos like Leo has demonstrated there uh, and to share slides, to record lessons uh, or even to facilitate live lessons going forward. So that, 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 that's where our rationale, I suppose, for having chosen Zoom. Um, since starting on Zoom as, as a staff over 10 days ago, uh, we've had post holders meetings, policy meetings, um, staff and class group meetings and small groups of four to five teachers. I started out with a, middle, uh, a meeting of our middle management team of seven or eight teachers. Four of the teachers have been teaching for over 30 years and some of them are not very comfortable, I suppose, with ICT. Uh, all of them successfully managed to log into the meeting without any problems and they all contributed. So that gave me, I suppose, great success and co our confidence to roll it out across the staff. Um, the key for, for, for why it works for us, I suppose, is that our teachers are pro account users on Zoom and that allows them to be able to work collaboratively and bring everybody with us on this journey. Uh, they're now able to host their own collaborative meetings in their class groups and they're starting to get familiar and comfortable with it. Um, this week on Zoom, some of our teachers are, are collaboratively hosting their own meeting like Leo showed there. But at some point, they're going to record as part of that meeting and they're all going to send a little happy Easter message to all the kids in their class. And they're going to share a few PowerPoint slides of a few activities or a project or two that they're going to, I suppose, give the kids to, um, to, to work on over the Easter holidays. But they're going to record it uh, using Zoom and then they're just going to send the link of that recording out to our parents in that class via Aladdin. Um, we're going to use zoom i suppose going forward if we need to to be able to teach content um, after easter if it's a thing that this turns into a, a 
a long break and we don't get back to school in term three, Zoom has the capability to be able to support us in terms of recording lessons or doing live lessons. Uh, we're going to start with just videos, uh, little mini lessons or videos from the teachers explaining what the tasks or the work is and sending the link out through Aladdin. Um, if we need to be able to cover, if we need to have to cover new content, uh, we can share that link in Aladdin and, and pupils then will submit their work as they currently do through email. Um, we envisage we may possibly have to go down the road of doing live lessons if needed in the next few weeks, but that depends, I suppose, on where this COVID virus goes and what direction we go with it and how quickly we can flatten the curve. Um, but ultimately, Zoom gives us all that functionality that we need. So I suppose to wrap it up, I suppose the key benefits and the must-dos, as far as I'm concerned, from my perspective as a principal, um, Zoom has offered us huge benefits in terms of adding to our email as our system of communication with the staff in the school. It's a great way to communicate and to collaborate. And, and for me as a principal, it's a great way to bring all the staff with me on this journey because I can meet them in small groups and as a whole staff. Um, I can check in weekly on my staff and I can support them together. I can deal with any concerns that they have verbally as they arrive so they're not carrying any worries or stresses. stresses. Um, I can also share content, but it also allows me to be able to deliver the same message to all the staff consistently across the board. And I can also watch out for my staff's well-being, I suppose, and make sure they're not overwhelmed with all of this. Um, it also gives us the opportunity to be able to have full staff meetings, which we may have to do in term three. Like I say, if this turns out to be an extended uh, school closure, we're going to have to be able to meet as a staff in term three to make decisions. Uh, and also it allows us obviously to record uh, little lessons and possibly even teach live if we want to use that functionality. My advice would be to take baby steps with it like we have done. Um, I get IT savvy teachers on board, as Leo said, as the champions first, get them as pro account users on Zoom like Leo is suggesting there, and they will lead this out for you. Uh, reach out for help if you need it, um, but start out by getting teachers working in small groups on Zoom. After a while, they get comfortable on it, and we'll just see where the journey takes us, I guess. So guys, we're just launching another poll there at the moment. Thank you very much, Ava. Um, the poll is basically, we're going to just ask a couple of questions um, and we can share our results just to show you the power of what you can do here with Zoom. So. Um, just at various times, we're just popping these polls out. Do put in your questions and answers, uh, or put in questions and questions and answers, because we're going to have a section at the end uh, for that. And uh, also, uh, you know, if anybody wants to speak from the audience, there is a little raise hand button, and uh, we can bring the microphone. And uh, you know, if you want to post a question, there's a lot of uh, very experienced people in the audience. It'd be great to hear from you. Great so. stuff. Thanks, Shane. So I can see there already the, the results of the last poll you enabled to work from home at the moment. 33% yes, fully. 67% somewhat. And uh, zero at no, no or none at all. Great stuff. Thanks, Shane. Um, so I'm just going to take carry on from Aver's contribution there. Thank you very much, Aver. Uh, most useful. And uh, Aver's helped certainly with the input from a teaching perspective into some of the content I'm showing you today as well. So I'm just going to bring you into a little bit more depth, but not too much, um, on Zoom as a teaching tool, just to give you a, a further uh, look at how you can use it. I guess there's been mixed... Uh, 
messages coming around coming along about security and things like that and, and we want to allay your fears that zoom is fully secure uh, and the way we the way you set up meetings will be fully secure and will be fully gdpr compliant as well so zoom as a teaching tool the the teacher really has the control uh, just like a, just like in a meeting so if you if you consider a meeting like this as a classroom you'll see from this screen here that there's there's multiple participants in here i can look i'm in gallery view at the moment so i can see pretty much everyone that's on the call on the call or in the meeting and i you can see here that the red line across is that the each student is muted and then some of them are unmuted so the teacher has full control of this. And in this particular case, all videos are on. That can also be all videos off as well. So I'm gonna show you how that happens. So setting up a meeting really is like setting up a classroom that you're going to, you have controls that you can actually allow students in or not allow them into a meeting, uh, what's called a waiting room. You can have additional things like muting participants on entry automatically so that they don't come in with the dog barking and uh, all at the same time. So everyone that comes in is automatically muted. Then you can decide whether you want to allow the participants to unmute themselves or will you just take complete control of that. You can also, as you can see, my name is down in the bottom corner, um, Leo Colgan, but you can also allow or not allow participants to rename themselves. So depending on what device they're in as someone someone logged into a meeting recently as Xperia X37 or something like that, uh, I was able to rename them, uh, but they, they logged in as their device rather than themselves. So things like that, uh, and then you can put participants in the waiting room on entry, and then you can lock down a meeting as well so nobody can get in or out. So I'm sure there was a, there was a lot of social media reaction to Boris Johnson sharing his cabinet meeting uh, that took place over Zoom with the meeting ID up in the corner. You can be rest assured that that meeting was fully secure and nobody was able to join or hack into that. Uh, despite what Boris uh, shared. Um, so the additional features that are suited for teachers manage are really around managing the participants, audio video controls and sharing controls. So this is, this is an example of I'm in a meeting here where I'm managing the participants and I've set up a waiting room so that the idea behind this is that if you, if you have a presentation ready to go to a class, you don't want them coming in in dribs and drabs. Let them join and let them sit in the waiting room. And when everyone's ready, you just admit them. Um, and then that way it's easier to control them all coming in at the one time. So for, in this example, Patrick is waiting for me to admit him. And I click on admit and Patrick comes into the room. So here's an example of the waiting room in full use. So I have four participants in the meeting and on the right hand side, I have participants and you get this participants window by clicking on participants at the bottom of your, at the bottom of your screen in the meeting. So it shows me that I have two people waiting to come in and four people already in. So it's very handy. And it also means that if you don't recognize someone, you don't have to admit them as well. You can also put, someone back into the waiting room uh, should you need to for whatever reason. So that's uh, when you're setting up the meeting. The audio controls once you're in a meeting then, uh, very important and it's the question I get asked the most by teachers, can I mute everyone? 
Uh, I don't know if anyone saw that foil arms and hog sketch that's gone viral about students uh, being on a remote class, but certainly this means that that will never happen. You can mute all and you can unmute all. And in this case here, you can see that I'm the host, I'm the teacher, and I have everyone by default muted. Um, and I have some people actually on video and some people off video as well. So you can have a mixture. In the second scenario here, I have everybody unmuted. And then in the third scenario, I have a mixture of some muted and some unmuted. So you have full control over who talks and who doesn't. You also, as I said in the previous slide, have full control on whether you can let the students unmute themselves or not. So that's some of the audio controls. Some of the video controls then is, depending on the school, if it's primary school, you might want a situation where it's automatic that the video is not on of all the participants. So as they enter, they're, they're by default, no video on at all. And then you can, can, you can uh, turn them on by in here by asking to start. You can have them off or you can ask the students who, if you want to see them, to start the video. So in this case, in this example, in my meeting, Shane Dinage, I can't see him and I'd like to be able to see him. So I've right clicked on his name down here and I've asked him to start the video. And here it says, he, this is the message he gets, start my video. So there's some of the video controls you, you can have, but you can turn off all videos if that's a concern. There's also a chat function where you can have a situation where you can actually chat to an individual student or to everyone in the classroom. So in this case, in this meeting, I can, I've selected Shane Dinage here, poor Shane's getting it all, and I've sent him a message, okay? I've sent him some messages and it comes up as privately. So that means nobody in the class can see what I'm saying to Shane. Very useful. The teacher as the host controls the chat. The teacher can change the permissions of all so that they can, they can only talk to the host or the teacher and they can't talk to each other. So that's very important. But this is a good place for Q&A as well for in the class. Uh, if you want everyone muted and you don't want people to be, to be talking, they can ask questions in here. It's also a good place to give one-to-one -one instruction. And the chat control is very important. Participant can chat with host only. And then you can actually, depending on the group, you can open the, open the pipes here and let everyone talk publicly and privately and it becomes a real group chat. So again, they're all under the control of the host or the teacher in the lesson. So this is a, this is a typical meeting uh, uh, where we have some people on video, some people off video, everyone is muted, as you can see. And then in the right hand side, I can see the participants the list of participants, and I can see the chat going on. So this is a typical. We have one joker here who's put up a, a bit of a background and you can, uh, you can sometimes, uh, you can turn off those people's videos if you, need, if you need to. You can, everyone can actually add a virtual background. So you can have the Golden Gate Bridge behind you if you want. One particular uh, client of ours who was, a bit, was in the construction industry is a real Zoom adopter. He puts up Crow Park behind him every time he uh, attends a meeting. 
So in the meeting then you can make yourself as the teacher the center focus uh, so that you get, have a gallery view like this up above and you and the, the kids in the main window. It just means if you do have videos on that they're not all looking at each other and making faces that really all they can see is the main, the main video. So in terms of sharing then, I guess this is, this is very important uh, and I'm going to finish out on, on the sharing piece. Sharing is where you're going to be, if you're going to be delivering live lessons or, or even delivering lessons that are going to be recorded and sent out, it's, it's important that you have the sharing uh, feature done correctly. And this is, this is key when you're in with the group, that only one participant can share at a time. Or you can, you can suggest that multiple participants can share simultaneously if you want four students to put up their work. Uh, this is where you will come to do it. Also, under the advanced sharing options, then, you can limit to only the host being able to share, only the teacher, or all participants. Uh, so they're very important. So again, Zoom really comes into its own with the sharing features. The teacher controls the sharing or the host controls the sharing. They can change the permissions of all or individually. Uh, person sharing can share any content. And then, of course, your whiteboard and your iPad. So just to reiterate what we're actually, what, what IMS are here to offer to, to you guys today is Zoom have extended free licensing. And what we mean by licenses is fully professional Zoom licenses. Fully professional Zoom licenses allow you to record your lessons to the cloud. They allow all the features that I've, I've shown you and more. Um, but most importantly as well, that they, they allow you go beyond. There's, a, there's a, a free license, it's called a basic user, that is limited to 40 minutes. The pro license uh, has no limits and can have up to 100 participants. In a, in, a, in a live meeting. So what we're willing to do is to enable all, all you guys, we'll set up Zoom, set up every school with Zoom, every, uh, every school on the call here, and we're offering this uh, nationwide as well. We'll show you, we have a team of guys here that, that will show you and your staff. As Ava said, a champion within the school and a champion, we can set up your account to add users very quickly and to uh, assign all their teaching staff pro user accounts very quickly. And then how to integrate that, whether you're using Teams or Aladdin or whatever else you're using um, and use it to its full extent. And we will show your teachers how to use Zoom to teach live lessons if it, if it comes to that. So guys, with, I, hope, uh, I hope I haven't gone on too long um, and that everything I went through is clear, but we now have a Q&A session. I know that uh, Shane has been fielding questions uh, throughout the webinar and we might go through those now. So if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to ask if you type your question in the Q&A. I'm gonna hand you over to Shane, who has been uh, looking at all those questions and we might run through some of the questions that were asked and the answers. And in the meantime, while Shane's doing that, you might uh, send in some more questions and we'll try our best to answer them. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, thank you so much for joining into the webinar and it's been great fun preparing this uh, super 
excited to have you in the audience. Um, <clears throat> so we've been using Zoom for quite a while and uh, it's, uh, you know, absolutely an amazing product. We've had uh, people that are very new to technology literally get to grips with this and then within a couple of minutes. Um, I'm just uh, launching some polls in the background just to kind of get um, you know, just a flavor of the various different people and the skill sets that are within the uh, within the, um, the the audience. Um, some of the questions that have come in are really good. I've been answering them in the background as best I can while, uh, you know, and, and as, 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 uh, as, as quickly as I can. Um, we have a really good question actually from Michael uh, Queeley who um, He's asking about, uh, he has a, he, I, have a co I have a currently held a number of Zoom meetings this week and find it very good. I'm currently recording a video message for students and parents. And by the way, uh, so he's, he's asking about sending out the recordings uh, via Aladdin. Now, you know, a recording of video can be quite big. So when you record a meeting or record a class, the file size can get to be quite big. When you're using a pro license, you can actually record everything into the cloud. Now, in that way, you share the video recording via a link. So the link actually is no size at all. It's only a few kilobits in, in size. So you paste the link into Aladdin, and then the students will get it. They click that link, and uh, it will, um, uh, it will, you know, they'll be able to watch the uh, the, the the various um, the, the video. So I mean, I, d I don't know if that's uh, hopefully answered uh, your question, uh, Michael. Um, I've also, uh, there was another question in um, to explain about the waiting rooms, right? Waiting rooms are basically a, uh, an area where um, if you are, uh, if, if, think of it as the hallway outside the meet, outside of the classroom, students can come there and then it's up to the teacher and the teacher has control over this to admit them into the classroom. Now, if you are, uh, this can be, they can be admitted automatically or if you're not expecting, if you're expecting someone and you don't want them to just to jump into the class, but they're coming into a meeting, say for example, a guest speaker or somebody that's, that's uh, coming to meet the class, uh, they can wait in the waiting room and the teacher will see that um, you know, and then they can select it and basically admit them into the room. So that's a it's a it's a great security feature, and it's 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 a really useful tool to have. Um, is the waiting room, um, and this is the sort of guidance that we'll be able to do with uh, the, with teachers through the, the 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 professional development around Zoom, um, which we're hoping to follow up on um, after this webinar. Uh, just giving you a flavour of the things that you can do today. Um, Jane, can I can I get across you there if you don't mind? Um, absolutely. We have a few raised hands there. Can you see that from your side? Uh, I see there the director of the Clare Education Centre raised his hand. He may want to speak. Uh, Absolutely. Can you check that and just bring those participants yeah. forward to, to talk? And I suppose that shows uh, the other participants the, uh, the vicinity of actually doing that as well. Okay, I see. Actually, I see Donica. Um, I think he might be in the audience there. We might. Uh, I, I didn't see his hand raised, but uh, should we bring him up on stage? Uh, no, that's, Ray, that's... Ray McInerney. Ray, Ray McInerney. McInerney. Sorry. Ray okay. McInerney, Ray McInerney. Yeah. Sorry. Donica. Shut up on my screen. Donica is having a heart attack there. He really asked. So Ray McInerney. I just uh, actually, I've got, I've got Ray there. So Ray, you're, you're, you're live there. Um, you know, we should be able to hear you. So fire away. I think we've got Ray, have we? Can you hear us, Ray? I think uh, you should be able to, we should be able to hear you, Ray, if you just speak there. Um, no? 
Okay, right, I'm actually. Let me just. Uh, okay, we'll just actually we'll come back to Ray there in a second. Um, I'll actually if you're in, but I'm not sure if the microphone might have been muted on your side. We did unmute you there, Ray. So um, maybe there was a, a technical issue on that. Um, so I'll come back to you in two seconds. Actually, I'll, I'll when you're ready, Ray. If I've actually just lowered um, the uh, the hand there and. Um, if you, when you're ready, just hit, hit the raise the hand again, and we'll we'll come back to you on the microphone. Um, I was just asking. There was a question there. Um, I think uh, we've got a, a. I'd like to set up a pro account in order to deliver to the education centre as a visiting lecturer. This is actually Ray asking the question here. Uh, can I stall this to avail of the free six month uh, that you are now offering? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what we're we're trying to do here is to get everybody into a into a, a single system here, where we can uh, do, do develop the system together um, and effectively through continuous staff uh, uh, or con continued professional development, uh, do us right and set it up right and bring everybody along on this journey together. So I hopefully um, and so to answer your question, yes, you can uh, delay that if you wish um, and avail of this. Uh, situation and then you, you know go from that go from that position so um i uh let's see what Shane, would things. you be able to bring forward there uh principal uh from kerry um the truly educated together school mary brosnan can you see her there uh she said yeah. she would like to, her school is using it and would like to say a few words on it yeah absolutely i've actually uh just we just uh mary you're on your you're you're on the thing i'm going to just actually unmute you there now mary so actually should be able to uh, should be able to uh, hear us there Mary actually Mary Mary's uh, maybe your microphone is still is muted Mary oh, there um, we go. can you hear me good. now Shane yes absolutely Mary sorry we can hear you fine hi. well done great hi gentlemen hi Mary how are, how are you all um, yes, I, my experience with it is, is uh, I will say, much less than what Ava is doing. Hi, Ava, you're very impressive there, I have to say. Thanks, Mary. <laughs> and congratulations on that, on that post. I didn't realise you were principal of such a big school now. That's where I disappeared to. <laughs> we missed you. We missed you from PDST. Anyway, um, I, I suppose I did a solo run really with it myself um, the, the second week of the closure. And I'm, par I'm a teaching principal, so I'm part of the SEN team. And I teach on it live three hours a day now at the moment for the last two weeks. And I have to say it's, it's working a treat. It's, it's brilliant. And the feedback from parents and kids is very, very positive. And I suppose for somebody like me, I'm at the very wrong end of 55 and a lot more now. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be that great with technology. So the simplicity of it has been very, you know, attractive to me. And it was so simple to set it up and so on. And the engagement with the children is really great. I meet them face to face every day. And I suppose that's one of the biggest losses to children at the moment is that engagement with classmates and teachers so this this tool really provides that 
And I know there are lots of other, you know, competitors out there, but I suppose the simplicity of Zoom again is what is what makes it attractive. Um, yeah, so positive experience. Thanks, Mary, for that. Shane, uh, I, um, I see Ray has raised the hand again. You might try Ray in there. No problem. no problem. As I said, there's some, there's some incredible use cases out there uh, where I, I even I was talking to somebody earlier on today that uh, I was the local principal that wanted to do hurling, uh, hurling training and skills training over Zoom. Uh, there's so many amazing examples that are, that are out there. Um, and I, I'm sure everybody is only discovering uh, some of the uses that, that are out there. I'm just going to actually um, going to uh, Ray to bring Ray is up there now at the moment. Ray you should be able to be able to hear, hear you there. Uh, Ray, can you can you hear us? No, I think we're we're having a a technical issue with Ray. Um, so um, it's just uh, well, Ray, you you, you just uh, keep working there. See if you can if you can we can you're on mute you're unmuted you're up on on, on live. But uh, I'm going to keep going with some other questions while we're we're getting sorted out. Elizabeth Lane um, is asking, do you need to have an Aladdin Connect or Google Classroom to send videos? We're just communicating with families through email. Um, I you know you you you. If you're using Aladdin Connect or Google Classroom or, or anything or any whatever application you're using, be it email or or anything, you can with a with a Zoom recording, uh, you, you can actually uh, uh, send them the link and then they can open the link. Uh, there was another question earlier about the security and the GDPR security around the recordings. Uh, we can also set passwords on the recordings and that they have to be registered users before they can view them. So again, that opens up a, a, a another discussion which we'll we can cover under the the professional development um, um, side of things, but it is possible to set passwords on the on the video recording. So hopefully that Elaine has answered uh, your questions that you can use email and you can send a link. Um, I don't know, Ava, do you, do you have any particular uh, use cases that you, uh, you've been finding very successful in the school or you've been using yourself? Well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, from my perspective as principal and from what I understand, there might be a lot of principals on this forum today, but for me, um, it has been fantastic just to be able to manage the school for the last couple of days and the last 10 days that we're on it, to be honest. Like I said, we had a, a middle management meeting and we've had class meetings with all the various class teachers and it's just been absolutely fantastic. It's been liberating, to be honest, because the teachers themselves now feel part of a team. It's actually Zoom has, 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 if you like, facilitated or enabled even more collaboration amongst my staff than what we had beforehand, because now they're actually enjoying the novelty of coming online into meetings and collaborating together and sharing ideas and putting the pupils first in terms of any work that we send home through Aladdin. So it's just facilitated even further and even more collaboration than we already had going on in the school. And um, it's, yeah, I suppose at the start, it's a little bit of a novelty as well. Um, like Mary said there, for some teachers or for a certain generation, technology is a little bit scary, but after they get used to it and realize how easy it is, um, they just start to grow in confidence and they want more and more, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it, this is a, a situation where nobody wanted, we not, none of us wanted to be in this place where we are today, where we've been having to kind of almost 
almost overnight having to having to convert our our daily routine into an online video sessions and online video remote video so it's a, it's a confusing space um and uh, amongst the other stresses that are out there um so i i've just actually pushed out another another uh, poll about asking about the the greatest challenges from working from home um or which you know, is is a, again challenges out there because. But one of the nice things about Zoom is that Zoom uses a very little amount of day of data traffic. So for people that have got uh, slower internet connections that are suffering from you know bad broadband, and everybody in Ireland has nobody can kind of as uh, you, you know there's a lot everyone has a, bro a bad broadband story. Um, you know the, these are are. Um, Zoom works exceptionally well in, in environments where the bandwidth isn't there and the, the speeds are, are slower. Um, so that's something, again, it lends itself uh, to that. And we can see there that um, I just share out the results of that, that 49% uh, maintaining a work-life life balance at home and 35% pure te IT telecommunication or communication systems and procedures. So the top two reasons, uh, you know, for, for um, challenges from working from home. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, um, Terry, have you uh, any particular uh, examples where, you know, that you, you've come across in your, your, your situation? Yeah, well, I suppose, look, it's relatively very new, uh, very new to us all. Like Gabriel said there, um, this is only going the last two, last two weeks. Um, I suppose where I've used it personally myself, we conducted a management meeting, a uh, finance meeting actually yesterday with the education centre, and it worked really well. So my advice, uh, and not being an expert on it, uh, would be to take very, very small steps uh, from today's webinar, uh, go away and explore, explore the whole idea of potentially having a staff meeting or potentially having a meeting with two or three of your teachers, your SEN team, your leadership and management team, uh, before you ever think about teaching. Okay, Teaching, I suppose, is at the far end with it, and we can see the capabilities of it. Um, but the, the starting point, without a doubt, is to familiarize yourself with uh, the application, uh, the settings on it, uh, and play around with it uh, with, uh, with your staff. And once you get comfortable with that, um, then I suppose every school, as I said initially, you all have your own individual context. So this might be for your school, it may not be for your school. Um, but you need to explore that with your staff. Uh, and it's not for me to say, or for you to say, I suppose, either Shane, to an individual school that, yeah, Zoom is, Zoom is for your school. Schools have to make their own individual decisions based on their own individual needs. They know their staff, they know their pupils, they know the context, uh, the infrastructure. If it's a rural school in West Kerry, maybe different to an urban school in Limerick, the broadband might be as strong. Do you know so? And I suppose you have the, the, the issue then of, I suppose, devices at home and things like that. So you need, schools need to explore all that. But look, all obstacles, um, I'm a firm believer that all obstacles can be overcome if there's a will. So there's no doubt this is a fantastic tool um, and it will definitely be used by ourselves in the education centre to communicate with management and probably to communicate with teachers in, in the coming weeks in putting on CPD for, for teachers. So what I've seen so far uh, in, in my very limited usage of it, I would definitely have to say that it's, it's a very, very useful tool. I think Ava wants, Ava wants to come in there. On some yeah, there's just a few questions after coming in there since we finished. I see Dunica has asked a question there, Dunica Trasig, and maybe Leo might come in and answer that. But I'm just going to answer two questions really quickly. Um, one there from Nora Falvey, did I survey parents before using Zoom about access to laptops and so on? Uh, we didn't um, survey parents, to be honest, Nora, because 
the advantage with Zoom is that, you know, we're very conscious of the fact that we might have two or three pupils in the house and maybe two parents working from home and maybe only two devices. The beauty of Zoom is that if, if pupils can't log into a live lesson, well then by sending the recording, they can see the full 20 minute lesson or the five minute video clip at a time that suits them. It doesn't necessarily, they don't necessarily have to view the clip live. So I suppose in answer to your question, we haven't surveyed the parents um, because you know it doesn't really matter what time they access the link if we send the link out via Aladdin from the cloud, as Shane already said. Uh, the other question there I saw was that Martin asked a question about do parents have to have Zoom downloaded as an app? No, they don't, Martin. You just send the link home via Aladdin and they're viewing it from the cloud and it will come up uh, on their devices or on their laptops under whatever program that the, the device will, will play it on, you know? Yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've also, I think we've got Ray on now. Can we, uh, Ray, are you able to hear us? I, he's, he's definitely microphone is is engaged. Maybe it's the, the local the local mute button or something. Um, no, that's fine. I, I was um, what I wanted but, to. Sorry, Leo. The, you the question there from Donica. Thanks, Donica. I, I you actually uh, gave it to Shane there. But have you thought about speaking to the ICT policy unit in the Department of Education Skills to ascertain if it would pay for Zoom for all schools? I guess. Donica, to answer your question, we haven't we haven't uh, approached the ICT policy unit as such yet. What we wanted to do, we wanted to come across first of all to 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 ensure people that there isn't any payment required at this point, so that they, this really is to help schools get out of a get out of a hole. To be to be honest, we would like to engage with the department then after six months for sure, and uh, to make sure. I I do think that Zoom has a role to play post uh, post the apocalypse, if you like, um, and definitely Zoom can be can be taken on by the management of all schools as they play around with it and use it in live live classes over the next few months. So to answer your question, no, we haven't as of yet, but what we what our intention is to speak with them, uh, but our, our immediate intention is to get everyone, certainly on this webinar and all their schools up onto, uh, up into using Zoom and to make it as easy as possible for everyone to do it. And then we can we can carry out those negotiations in the background. Um, could I ask, could you bring Mark Maloney forward there? Yeah, he's his hand raised as well. Yeah, we're just, uh, I've, I've uh, Martin, uh, sorry, I've, Dave, I've, I've David McKagan uh, just at the moment. He was, uh, we'd bring in Martin just after that. So uh, go ahead, David, there. You have a question that you wanted to ask? Yeah, it's not so much a question, Shane. It's just a comment to make. Um, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Monon Education Centre. And Eva mentioned already the potential for teacher collaboration. And in the current climate and the environment which you find ourselves in, the need to touch base with other teachers and find out what they're doing and see what they're doing, and those conversations will be really, really rich. So I think it's it's the 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 potential to use this mechanism to do that, you know, across our schools and across our sectors is 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 very encouraging. Uh, and I encourage all all teachers and schools, like Terry said there, to explore it and um, to to delve into it. You know, we've had a little bit of experience of it this week, and it's it's proven really fruitful. And um, it's through those initial steps that we've taken that we've been encouraged by it. So, you know, reach out to other teachers, organize your calls and through the sharing, the sharing platforms that are involved in it, then that can really enhance your own teaching and learning over the next possibly three, four weeks or, or, or further along the line. So look at it. It's, it's a very encouraging platform and the potential is great even beyond the current crisis. That collaboration, that cross-sectoral communications can be really, really rich. So thanks, guys.
David. Thanks so Thanks, much. David. That was really good. Um, yeah, so sorry, we were going to bring in um, Martin, is that right? Uh, Martin so, Maloney, yes. Yeah, so Martin uh, is up. You can, I take and just unmute your mic there, Martin. Yeah, um, I'd just like to just give my own, I suppose, side of using using Zoom. I would have used it last year for the first time. Our school would be twinned with a number of uh, schools in the state. So we would have used Zoom as a means of communication there. Um, and I suppose in the current crisis, I was late joining today's session because I was hosting um, I was hosting a Zoom meeting for 14 principals in the NS area, just so we could adapt a coordinated approach. We would use Zoom on a weekly basis. Um, already this week, I've used Zoom for a board of management meeting, and we have twice weekly leadership and management meetings. Uh, in the school via Zoom, our next one scheduled for 1.30 tomorrow. Um, I think, Leo, you said there, uh, Zoom has a role to play. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Not alone in supporting uh, schools themselves, but supporting huge communication between schools and cooperation in various areas. I, I had set up, I had started setting up support groups for teachers in my own school and two other local schools uh, for teachers experiencing difficulty with kids with behavioural needs. This now will take place through Zoom. So it negates the, the need for me to be releasing teachers from the school during the day to visit other schools. So the, the potential that is there is absolutely huge for schools and I think it should be embraced by the Department of Education on a national level and be adopted for, for use in schools. Oh, that's great. I mean, I have a question there came in from uh, Beverly Hartigan, actually. And Beverly is asking, uh, I've been using Teams to teach class groups. A smaller group of four in one of my class groups have managed to hold their own sub-meeting while the class is in progress. Can this happen in Zoom? That's a really good question, Bev. They're basically, the um, you can have breakout rooms. So again, what you can do is you can have your 20 students in a group and uh, you can divide them up into sub into breakout rooms. And then as the teacher move between the various groups and see how they're getting on and then issue a notice to close the meeting or the, to close these breakout groups and recall them all back into the main group, you know, to give their summary or to give their, you know, their findings. So again, that's a fantastic use of Zoom. Uh, we're gonna cover a lot of this stuff. Uh, this webinar is really just an introduction, but we're gonna get down into some of the more specific uh, things that. To do, but it's super small steps right now. Getting everybody into meetings, get people licensed up, and 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 you know people doing the small the steps. I mean, Ivor, you mentioned a couple of four-step process that you're in the pros you're doing at the moment in in your school. Do you want to just uh, kind of outline your plan and how um, how that's working out? Yeah, I suppose we we like you said we took baby steps. The very first thing I tried to do was like Martin said there, have a leadership and management meeting or an in-school management. Uh, meeting that was step number one a very basic meeting see could we conduct that the second step then was to get a few of the champions within my school as pro accounts on pro accounts so they could start collaborating and creating their own videos and pulling the teachers in their own class groups together to collaborate and um, step three is what we're trying this week which is doing the recorded lessons sending home happy Easter messages to the kids. Uh, somebody mentioned there a few minutes ago that piece about actually showing the kids our faces. I think it was Mary mentioned it. That's absolutely invaluable. So the kids, especially the younger kids,
kids have a lot of feedback got from parents that they that the kids just want to see the teachers faces literally wondering where the teachers are or why they have disappeared off the face of the earth and um, so that's where zoom is it really comes into its own so that's step three is, is recorded lessons or recorded messages that we're sending home and step four then slowly and gently we'll move towards the whole live lesson piece where we can have all that interaction and where pupils can talk to their teachers and voice their concerns, their frustrations, or just questions about general work that they're doing in school. So yeah, it's a four step process and it's, it, it depends, like Terry said at the very start today, it's all about context here. It's where you're at as a school. I, I've learned a lot about my school and where we're at in terms of ICT over the last two or three weeks. And, and one of the things I do know is that the broadband and the type of broadband that we're bringing into our school and the Wi-Fi pods in our classrooms are not good enough at all to support ICT and, 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 and the digital uh, plan that we have for our school. So thanks to the guys in IMS, I'm going to get that sorted out once we're allowed back into the building. But for now, it's just using Zoom in that four-step process and gradually building it, but bringing every teacher with me along the road. That's the key piece, you know. Jane, uh, I, would you mind calling, and I'm putting him on the spot there now, uh, he's a member of uh, my own management committee at the Education Centre, but Noel Keenan, and he's a uh, Vice President of the National Parents Council for Post-Primary, and he might share his views on Zoom or the possibilities for it with the general parent body. That's Noel Keenan. Yeah, we've Noel up on the on the screen. You can just unmute there, Noel, on your Zoom. Um, if you can, I know you're you're logged in twice, so I brought you in. Uh, I'd say you have a second application. So one second. I was trying on the computer and the phone just to see the versatility of it. Okay. No, that's uh, good. It's actually it's actually the reason for uh, probably why we didn't hear Ray because I could see Ray also has two or three. So maybe that's something for Ray that we get. I just did. I brought the wrong device up onto the screen, so my fault. Anyway, so sorry, Noel. Carry on there. Okay, I've left the meeting on the computer. Uh, I see great potential for this. Uh, we had a meeting yesterday with Terry and other members of the Management Finance Committee of the Education Centre. Uh, I think it would be a marvellous tool to assist young people who are ill. They could still be at home in their bed, tucked in and looked after by mum and dad, and yet they could still see what's happening in the classroom. They would still be part of the classroom and would continue learning which is one potential. I'm quite involved with um, encountering students who are suspended from schools at the moment as a member of Kerry ETB, uh, Section 29 people, and you feel they've been sent home, but where are they going to go? So they could have a facility to log into, cl into a classroom like this. It would be a marvellous facility for them. Okay. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And thank you so much, Noel, for that. Um, I was just, uh, I, I'd, um, there's loads of questions coming in. We have over 25 questions in the queue here. I'm just going down through uh, some of the, the list here. Uh, I'm using Teams. This is Owen Hayes. Um, I if I record myself annotating a poem or a piece of writing, is it possible then to upload it so parents can watch the video? Uh, absolutely. You know, if you just run up the, the, the run up Zoom, uh, create a meeting, hit the record, and uh, you'll be able to um, you, you can save that with the licensed version of Zoom into the cloud and then send the link for parents to watch. So you're not, again, sending that massive file over the, uh, which you would have if you just recorded to your local computer. So hopefully on that, uh, 
that answered um, that answered your question. Um, there's another thing too is I know that you know particularly on the secondary school side of things that some people are using Teams. Um, Zoom completely integrates with Teams. So when you're scheduling meetings uh, and you're having uh, running your 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 environment in 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 Teams, and we're not talking about throwing out the baby in the bathwater here. Keep going with Teams. You know, keep going with Google. Keep going with these things. Zoom can bolt on and Zoom delivers amazing video control or of course go solo with Zoom. So there is plenty of, of scope there to Zoom is an, in enhances the environment. Um, you know, so the, this is this is an, an important thing. We're not here to, to to sort of say, well, you know, it's it's uh, it's Zoom or Teams or, or Meet or, or whatever. It's these are these can be bolted in. So you can install a little Zoom bot into Teams and then when somebody uh, wants to schedule a meeting in Teams, they can just click the button in teams they don't have to leave it and it'll schedule up a meeting and set up the meeting for the rest of the class that are using teams so actually i've just um going to just brings me into a little poll that we were i wanted to ask you guys about google classroom zoom seesaw microsoft teams or other software that you're using you know what is your plan going forward um, and as i say this is uh, this isn't about you know zoom is the only show in town far from it zoom doesn't do a lot of the things that you can do in uh, you know in 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 other applications um, but what it does do really well is large scale uh, video and it looks after video and it looks after it's super easy to use and and that's really the 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 key part around uh, around zoom um and, and, and as Leo's presentation showed, Zoom is now the number one app that is um, uh, is is in the App Store, in the Apple App Store. So it's got there for a reason because it's so it's so user friendly. But just remember, it needs a little bit of training, ten or fifteen minutes. Just get this foot the guidance and to know how to avoid the pitfalls. And um, it just that shortens the curve really, you know. So. I'll actually publish those uh, results there. It was really interesting. Uh, 7% in the Google Classroom. 32% are planning to use Zoom. Um, Seesaw 25, Microsoft Teams 9, and uh, other software, and then not sure 28. So quite a few people sitting on the fence uh, in terms of what to do next. Um, the main thing here is try Zoom out, play around with it. Um, you know, we're going to push out uh, follow-up emails to everybody about how they can get licensed and, and how we're going to, um, you know, uh, kick off with the first uh, professional development uh, courses and try to get people, you know, into this and, and using it. But um, don't be afraid, you know, Load it, play around with it, and, and I know many of you guys are are uh, are doing that. Um, I don't know, Terry. There's uh, loads more questions coming in. I don't know whether you want to take one of these. Um, let's see. We've got. Um, let's have a look here. Um, <clears throat> okay. There's a question there, Shane, about um, you know some some pair, some teachers are afraid to show. Their, the kitchen in their house in the background. Mm. Somebody asked there, how do you how do you show that lovely background that you have there, even though it's all very virtual? So teachers don't have to show their kitchen. It just it, no, it's a it's a good question, uh, Ivor. I mean, look, I'm using a green screen. Um, that there's a cheap way to do this, guys. Just go out and get a green 
piece of cloth, basically. You don't have to spend a fortune. There's no high tech involved. Uh, let me just uh, uh, very briefly um, shut off my virtual background. As you can see, it's a very boring uh, green panel. But, uh, you know, in a moment, I can be transported to the beach where I would much prefer to be. No, I'm joking. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, and chilling out here. So it's, 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 a, it's a great idea. All you do is just get a string. Put it across your, behind your chair, throw a green sheet over it and tell Zoom that you've got a green screen and you can insert any picture you like. And it's great for, it raises the professional bar. It makes it look, it, it obviously, if, if, the, if the husband or the wife walks behind in the dressing gown, it's not going to, you know, uh, or students commenting of, you know, what plant is that? Uh, miss on your, on your table behind or, or whatever. All of those things uh, hidden that you would not know where I was. I've, I've got that. And it's a lovely little, it's a feature within Zoom. So yeah, that's a uh, uh, quick question there for, from a principal, post-primary principal in Causeway. The pro licenses, um, are they covering all the teachers in his school or just him? He's registered today as the principal. So are we setting up uh, the schools, all the teachers in the schools with pro licenses are just the principals? Well, you know, with pro licensing, you have the ability to record and you have the ability to, you, you're obviously you're beyond the 45 or the 40 minute limit um, on the meetings. Now, I know that during the COVID, uh, the COVID situation that the basic licenses, if you apply through Zoom um, to Zoom, they will lift the 40 minute license restriction. Um, however, that will, that is a temporary situation. They will revert at some stage in the future. I, I don't think, I think the scene has changed now fundamentally the way we're our day to day. But the, to answer your question, Terry, I would recommend that all the teachers within the organization um, of a school should be set as pro. The students themselves can be free basic users. So that's, that's the ideal situation, um, you know, and to do this properly. Uh, and obviously the idea here is by grouping it, everything under a master account, we can get those license levels up by pulling together and effectively then drive the price down per license. I know that there are products that are free out there, such as uh, Google, uh, you know, is, is a free product. Uh, but it is not as easy to use. It isn't as, as so, you know, there are, uh, you know, there, there are limitations as well within those products. Zoom is a really good all-rounder. Um, and, but as I say, coming together under this effort that we're doing right now to bring everybody under, uh, you know, that, that, and through a six-month process, get everybody into the same zone, then we take it forward um, and decide, well, how many, you know, the, the final license block or the final license application. So that's... Okay. So just, I suppose, just, just, just to, um, to clarify that, so for example, today at that school, if they have 20 teachers, are you, are you in the position to issue those, those uh, licenses to that school? Yeah, yes, absolutely. So we, yes. we have, uh, by virtue of everyone joining the webinar by email, registering by email, we're now going to reach out to everyone that's on the call and we're going to yeah. get their details of their schools and we're going to set up, we're going to start the onboarding process. We're going to set up, <clears throat> we would like the, a champion within each school, as Ava had mentioned, that, that, under, that, uh, that uh, works with the IT already in the school, maybe one of the teachers, and then we will set them up as the admin uh, and we can set up two or three admin people and we can together set up all the teachers with pro licenses and that Excellent. can be done pretty much straight away. And I suppose, look, there's another question that's coming through there and it was a question we've discussed and Shane, you have tipped on it. What's the pricing of this after six months? And I suppose the straight answer at the moment is that's under negotiation at the moment due to the current climate. Uh, and we'll work on the background as well, just for schools to know that 
that uh, we'll work in the background uh, to see what we can do and change out about volume. And I suppose if there can be a kind of a collaborative approach to this, where schools are interested in, in signing up, the more schools obviously that sign up, the cheaper it's going to be. I suppose just to be as transparent as possible with schools, um, uh, Shane and Leo, if they were to sign up as of now today and there was no free licensing uh, happening, what is the cost of a pro license as of today? And if there was no um, epidemic, um, pandemic uh, at the moment? Well, I mean, the, the, a single license with Zoom um, on an education one year uh, prepay, prepay is works out at a, it has a list price of 84 euros per year. So this is okay. this is something that is, uh, you know, we know that's 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 an expensive uh, when you've got lots of teachers on, on pro. However, if we over the next uh, few months uh, gather as much as possible into this uh, into this uh, account, um, you, we can go for a, a bulk licensing situation and we can drive that cost absolutely through the floor to benefit everybody um, but it is this concerted effort across the board with everybody um, and look if it doesn't work out they'll all revert to basic free license mode so there is no risk you're not going to be suddenly landed with a bill for 84 euros by 40 staff inside no, in, in a school this is this is a, a very important we but it is a six-month window to drive this forward and to to bring it up to uh, the maximum amount of license and then we go to zoom and we say look here, here you go look we've got 10,000 licenses and I can tell you it drives the price absolutely through the floor uh, to literally single digits per year which is where we need to be with this guys if we're going to do it because it's a wonderful product and it really changes uh, it changes everything from the uh, and the tools that you use every day so well, look I'm just conscious of time we're coming up to the, to the hour and a half so um, maybe we might finish up and maybe just a final comment from the panelists uh, my start with Julio yeah, guys, I hope this has been of use and in, in to see to see the potential of Zoom within your within your various schools and organizations. Uh, but just to reiterate, we're 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 all in this together. We're here to help. There's no strings attached here. We want to get all the schools. I, I myself have kids in school and I see them struggling with the various coursework and things. So we can we can come together and get everyone set up very easily and get through this and then we can reassess and take stock afterwards. Um, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to echo that. I think um, I, it was it was super fun to work with the team here to get this uh, webinar up and running. Some great questions coming through from everybody, um, you know. And I'm I'm also a parent with two kids in in primary school. Um, and a big shout out to Mr. Ryan, who's uh, in the audience there, looking at uh, sending in questions. Uh, but again, yeah, that this is something where they, we know there are challenges. We know that this has to be small baby steps, step by step. We're here for you to do to do this. This is where uh, we think this is hugely beneficial. Um, and it's just another thing that we're dealing with amongst all the other things that are going on in this COVID um, situation. So, as I say, I'd like to, to thank everybody. And there is a feedback form. Um, when the webinar is over, uh, you'll be taken to a feedback form. We hugely uh, would love to hear your comments on that feedback form. It's, it's massively encouraging to us to, to, to get that feedback and to know how we can improve on the next webinar. So I suppose that's, that's as I say, I much appreciated from me, as Ivor. Yeah, no, just to say, well, like, as, as a principal here, I would just ask to give my perspective on it here. And like I say, Zoom has literally transformed how I'm doing business at the moment. And it's it's just been absolutely transformational. So, 
you know, if it's a tool that you think can work for you, I would embrace it and encourage you to do that. And I'd say well done to Shane and Leo and the guys at IMS and, and to Terry as always for, for leading out great initiatives like this. I think it's worthwhile and, and best of luck to everybody. Okay, thank you. I suppose just to finish myself, um, I'd like to thank Shane and Leo for facilitating today and thanking everybody who's given their input, be it um, a chat question there on the screen or who has, who has spoken today. It's, I suppose it's the start of a journey. Uh, it's a very, very new journey. Um, and I suppose the most important thing, we're all on the journey together. Here in the Education Centre, I suppose our role, as I stated from the outset, is to support schools and do our best uh, to help schools in, in any way possible, to make your lives easier. Um, I'm very, very aware of the stress that schools are under at the moment, teachers, um, staff, pupils, parents. So I suppose we want to act as a support mechanism. So if there's anything we can do to help you, to make your life easier, to make your school run as normal as possible in these abnormal times, we will do our best. So I suppose today was um, a new venture for ourselves. It's our first ever webinar. It was a trial and error. There was probably plenty of glitches along the way. Um, your feedback now, I suppose, after is really, really imperative. So that we can, I suppose, um, the, the plan with this really, I suppose, from our point of view, uh, as a, an education centre network, is to model what we did here today nationally and across the country to support schools, not only in Kerry, but across the country. And I've no doubt in the coming, in the coming weeks, uh, the support services will probably do something, something very, very similar. So I suppose I'd like to thank everybody today for your particip participation over a lot in today, which, which was fantastic. My hope would be that we do something similar now for, your for the teachers in your school, not only the principals and the post holders, but for all teachers, to put them at ease and to hold their hands uh, at these initial steps. Because I know as a principal, um, it's not easy when you're leading out new initiatives uh, and it's often helpful to have outside speakers or to have other people with supposedly expertise in that area to come in and give a hand. So maybe through this webinar, we'll roll this out and I'll liaise with both um, Shane and um, Leo in the coming days uh, to put another one of these webinars on for the staff in your school. So I'd like to thank you for your participation and hopefully looking forward to working with you in the coming weeks. And also uh, the guys will do their best and ourselves will do our best to get back to you on all the questions. We haven't got back to some people yet. Uh, I see here in the end there's 27 questions up there. We'll reply to as many as possible. But I suppose just the follow on from here um, that Shane and Leo are there. Am I right in saying that guys? If there's any follow-on questions, you will take those questions. I'm taking myself out of the limelight here now. But, um, you will take the questions um, via email um, and support the schools uh, across Kerry in their quest um, to work with Zoom. Yeah, absolutely, Ter uh, Terry. And thanks a million for facilitating this today as well. Yeah, okay. um, yeah we're there, guys. You'll all get an email from our team uh, to, to start the ball rolling. Thank you very much, yeah. everybody. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a great day.